Hi, my name is Ian Parry and welcome to What the Future, the podcast which explores what it means to be a future leader. We speak with interesting people about topics that matter. In today's episode, we speak about networking, a new way of networking that also has mental health benefits. We welcome for the first time Caroline Delahanty, a vulnerability customer experience coach who runs her own business, and Denise Cottrell, a senior project manager for Immersphere, a tech company for health and social care. Hi, both. Hi. Hello, hello. Uh, thank you for your time this morning. I'm really intrigued um, by this one. So obviously, Carolyn, we're connected and I've seen um, quite a bit that you've, you've, you've talked about about net, networking before. Um, so I'm really looking forward to, to this podcast because I, I just want to learn a bit more about it. I'm sure others do as well. So I'd certainly struggled um, early on in my career with networking. Um, and I guess there's certainly a lot of... Um, sort of uh, ease to networking that might um, might might help a little bit more. So here you go. So just, just jumping into things then, um, I guess, first of all, to, to Carolyn, can you tell me a little bit about, about you know, what, why you wanted to get involved today and a little bit about networking? Yeah, so networking, God, I think when I first became an independent consultant, I, I was aware there's, there was two main ways I was going to get my um, business, which one was being visible on LinkedIn and one was by meeting and growing my network physically. But I put off and I put off and I put off going to networking events because I just I just didn't want the stuffiness of it, mm-hmm. the um, having to int- you know introduce myself for like three minutes and do these speed dating pitches. I found one that I was going to go to and then I would just, put something else in my diary instead and I just avoided it and then I heard about networking and networking was just the most amazing thing that just made it seem and feel a whole lot more natural so networking is basically business networking and you're out in the countryside in our glorious English countryside and Welsh countryside um, absorbing some vitamin D if the sun shines as it always does on my walks and you're just walking and talking and and you know it's there's no um, bell that rings every three minutes for people to change or anything mm-hmm. like that there's no yeah. pressure sometimes we see business cards sometimes we don't you know that's fine but what we get is a really kind of more relaxed environment and a quality time together as well it's not just a half hour or 45 minutes it's you know, normally we're together for two and a half hours, including oh, some wow. lunch as well. So yes. um, there's quality time out in the countryside, exercise, fresh air, vitamin D, kick the tires on some business challenges, maybe make some new contacts and get some new business. Cool. And how, how long have you been involved in these, Caroline? Yeah, so I got involved um, probably just before the pandemic. I think it was probably two or three years ago. It's definitely a January that I went to my mm. first um but we've had a, a stilted start because of the pandemic we were going to get going and then we weren't then we are and and then of course people have been hesitant to come together in groups even though it's outdoors but overall it's probably about two or three years that I've been involved with it wow okay and how about you Denise were you a sort of a pre-pandemic networker or were you a post-pandemic networker I think the first I think I did the first one when we were all allowed to meet outdoors okay. um uh, and and just couldn't wait to get out of the house basically because yeah. we kind of like started working from home which I'm not a massive fan of okay. um so being able to get out was just such an attractive idea um and 
as far as networking goes for me really because i'm a software consultant by trade um so a lot of the things that i did i was like on conferences or user groups for, for people who used our software so i was always with people within my sector and so you're just always talking about the same things all the time yeah. Yeah, so yeah. the idea of getting out and meeting different people who did completely different jobs and in different sectors was a really attractive idea to me because you're just talking about different things rather than and it's it is almost like a little break from work because you are talking to people about different industries as well but it, it all kind of like feeds back into what I do as a project manager you just pick up these little tips of how things things do work differently in different sectors um so yeah I was I was all for it straight away <laughs> cool and, and would you say are you sort of kind of quite an open person to sort of net working normally or was this like a, oh wow being out in the open this sounds just like right up my street it definitely felt better for me being outdoors and mm. and and walking because i do enjoy that anyway in in yeah. my free time and it is better than be you know all standing around in a stuffy conference room as, as carolyn said about it you know the stuffy environment and um and i say i think you're just talking to people who do completely different things where i was talking to people you know who work with software and we all did the same thing and it was all very similar yeah. so to meet people who do completely and we were quite a varied bunch <laughs> to be fair in the work that we do we all do things but you know we all do quite different jobs for quite different companies um, and industries so it just i think you you've got more conversation opportunity because you've got you know you can show a real interest in things that other people do and it, you know it's, it's, it's refreshing to hear different things wow that sounds like a cool thing um and, and Caroline, just thinking for a second about sort of who can get involved is it something that everybody can get involved with or are there some restrictions uh because of the types of walks that you might do yeah, no, we welcome anybody. So we have everybody who from self-employed people to people like Denise who are full-time employed and her boss gives her time off to go. Or um, we have a retired couple, a retired couple of people that join as well. You know, anybody that can enrich the conversation, really. And we cater for across the fresh walks, um, suite of walks, shall we call it. There are all sorts of different lengths of walks from the smallest, which would be about five kilometres and takes about an hour to an hour and a half mm. up to 25 kilometer walks and weekends they do they do weekends mm. as well so um so th there's all sorts of different ranges of available of, of ability and everybody or lots of different people are welcome and actually the more people that different people that come the more it enriches the conversation nice um and, and i guess just going back to what i said at the start i really struggled with with networking um at the start of my career and, and really really just didn't want to do it so you'd go to a conference um and you'd enjoy the the speaking bit um and you'd learn so much and then they say right off, off you go now 10 minutes for networking and i just find myself hiding in the toilet just just out of <laughs> crazy shyness that just i just didn't know how to engage now now this this sounds like a wonderful thing um but if i rock up at a, at a networking event how do you how do you look after me as a, as a sort of a, a shy newbie how do you kind of spot me how do you kind of draw me into the conversation and I'm not walking for, for sort of five hours on my own 
It's a good question. Oh, how I can't really tell how I spot the newbies, but I do. You know, they're generally they're people who are there by themselves. Um, I normally know in advance if they're bringing a dog. We have many a regular dog on the uh, on the group, uh, including mm-hmm. Liffy, Tolka, Bigby, and Marley. They all come along, Big so Big I gen- generally know if they've said if they're bringing a dog. And yeah. um, they have a bit of a a blank look about them and they're looking for a group and they're looking at me and maybe the group and then you know we've got a very specific meeting point as well so um and yeah I've got no qualms with walking up to somebody if I know they're the newbie or you know a a newbie the same to them are you James or whatever and and bringing them into the group so we we don't tend to do um introductions before we set off I do a little kind of standard health and safety spiel about injuries and you know letting me know early if there's problems so that we can make alternative plans to come back shorter routes or easier routes um, but we just get talking as we set off. And and I, as, as the walk leader, I, I regularly look up and down the length of the walk. And I say the, the length of the walk, you know, we're probably no more at the most than 10 or 15, maybe 20 metres apart from front to back. Yeah. And just make sure nobody's walking on their own. Yeah. And if they are, it's easy for me to break away and join up with them. And But we regularly stop for water breaks as well. And that tends to yeah. reset the groups and you set off in different groups as well. Yeah. Or if you come to holding a gate for somebody, you can hold it open for the person you're walking with and wait for the next person and walk with them. It, it just tends to flow. Mm. So... Um, and the, what I would say is all the members, they come along because they, they want to talk. So, you yeah. know, people are very welcoming to, to new people. I'm very lucky with the walkers that I have and, and the new people that come along as well. Yeah. And it's, it sounds really natural because in a, in a networking event, um, you're, you're sitting around a table maybe and, and, you know, you go for a break and you come back and you usually sit in the same chair unless you're absolutely bonkers and you're one of these people that always always changes chairs um what is this you you, you're naturally finding the opportunity to speak with lots of people along the way and not in a forced way like somebody ringing a bell um and that that seems that seems really cool um denise from your point of view how did it feel your your first event how did you feel you were looked after and and what did you sort of feel at the end of it Definitely looked after. It did help, obviously, that I knew Carolyn before I joined. So I obviously gravitated towards Carolyn. But then the other members who were walking, they were just so welcoming and they just just instantly just came up and started chatting. You know, I've not seen you here before. And what do you do? And where do you work? And uh, and it, it was just just really natural thing to do. And you then you just fall into conversations with other people. And then I think once you start bringing dogs into the mix, they're just an instant icebreaker. Um, and it's really, you know, you, you know, if you're trying to get over a style or something, you're like, oh, can you just hold this dog to whoever's nearest? <laughs> and, you, you know, you just naturally then just start talking to people or you'll have someone say, oh, we've got a dog. And, you know, so they're, they're just an icebreaker anyway. But I've never sort of, like, even when there's been new people come along, we just all just chat with each other. We don't we don't like break off into like little little groups. We all just we just naturally just move around and just have different conversations with dis- different people. And I think it's the fact that you are outdoors, and so that makes it instantly feel very different. And it doesn't feel like a worky thing, even though you inevitably start talking about what you do for a living yeah. um, and what industry you're in. 
it just doesn't feel as if you have to talk about it. We have many conversations about many things that are nothing to do with work, yeah. but in a roundabout way, they kind of are. I remember we had a very good conversation once about social um, social media and how that works. And for some of the people on, on the walk, if that's their business, social media is a very important part of their business for their promotion and everything. So, you know, it's really good to like see that side um, of, of those sorts of things as well. So I, I just never felt pressured to just instantly go in there and talk about work. Yeah. Um, and, and that was the beauty of it for me because some people just don't, it's, it's almost like a little, a little break from work, but you're still working if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and and that's why I have been very fortunate that Atmosphere have supported me in doing this, and they're all for it. They're very supportive of um, all of the employees' mental health, and particularly as we've now all been working from home for almost two years. Mm. You know, and that kind of few hours once a month is is an absolute lifesaver just to be able to get out, meet different people, and you know, and, and actually see people you know, face to face and but be outdoors and in the fresh air. And as Carolyn said, she is the queen of sunshine. It's always sunny on her walks. <laughs> I don't know how I've managed it, but it's a bit of a running joke now that it always shines <laughs> on my walks. So. Wow. That's pretty um, so, yeah, so I think it was just that whole uniqueness of it and it just felt different. And I just think when I turned up, I just I didn't feel like a newbie. I just just generally just started chatting to people and it just felt very natural yeah I think I think as well the the atmosphere kind of leads you to be more open as well so I've spoken to many of the walkers about you know particular business challenges that are troubling me that I might not otherwise have spoken to a stranger about you know that um and and they're able to just help, help me have a different perspective on it so I think just walking with people generates a more natural and open conversation. And, and you know, with that, um, Fresh Walks, I, I don't personally do these, but Fresh Walks are the company. They also do um, walk shops. So for t- entire teams, these are private walks for entire teams where what you'd normally go and do as a team away day in a conference centre, for example, yeah. Yeah. they'll coach you through doing on a walk and you might have that, have a walk, you stop somewhere to consolidate your learnings and then you carry on walk again. So, um, and, 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 you know, that, that openness just flows better in all of those environments, in those workshops, whether you're networking or walk, walk shopping, it's just more open and relaxed than any other networking event that I've not yet been to. Mm. I, I must admit it is only perceptions of networking events but I've not crossed that line yet other than with networking so yeah but does it but does it does it um has it made you feel more comfortable at other networking events or do you still feel the same sort of uncomfortability at at another networking event or do you just not take part in those I, I just don't take part in them. So, so the ones that you spoke about before where you go to a conference and it's the break and it's 10 minutes of networking, mm. I'm kind of all right with that because I'm kind of like, well, it's, it's a 10-minute window and if I don't, don't take it, I'm mm. only shooting myself in the foot. It's the networking events that are like, you know, mm. um, very pitch-driven and like speed dating-like. And, and, I, and I'm sure they're not all like that, but I don't have the time for trial and error to find out. So I don't, it's the it's the networking events that I avoid. Networking at a conference, I'm all right with. So um, because it's very time bound and very limited. Yeah, great. Um, so and, and just just touching back to what you were saying there, Denise, around 
um, your company really being quite supportive of this. Um, and obviously you're you're getting to the end of the walk and it sounds like you're feeling a hundred times better. You've got to take uh, your dogs out. You've got to get out into the sun, thanks to Carolyn's magic um, <laughs> and bringing the sun to you. So you're, you're obviously returning to work in a much better frame of mind as well. Oh, 100%, just completely invigorated. And, you know, and you've got, you've, had, you've, you've met loads of interesting people. You've had lots of conversations about various, so many very different topics. Um, and yeah, and it just gives you a little buzz. And it, it definitely, you do, you're going back with a clear mind. Um, and like Carolyn said, if you have got something specific and you've been able to bounce that idea or thought off other people, you know, you can go back and say, all right, I'll try doing it this way then based on a conversation that I've had with somebody else. And it just it gives you that little boost. Um, and I just immediately feel more productive when I've been out and got some fresh air um, and had some good conversation. A few times a, a nice good lunch afterwards as well. Um, but even if we don't, we know, we don't generally take a picnic with us and things like that. So it's just, you just feel much calmer and, um and just invigorated, really, definitely. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I don't know, it's, it seems to me anyway that um, with so many other things being introduced to the workplace uh, these days, so whether you've got a mental health coach um, or, or other things helping with mental health, it seems obvious to be offering extra services on top, like uh, networking or, or just walking, um, in general, an organised walks, I suppose, as a as a way of helping with with people's mental health. Yeah, I think obviously, you know, getting out, just getting in the fresh air is 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 really good for your mental health and well being anyway. Um, and you know, you see, I, I don't know, you just you just you just feel as if you're um, you're benefiting from it mentally, physically um and everything whereas if you were at a networking event you 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 know you'd just be confined to like a little conference room you know yeah. and it's great at the end of the walk when you see your step count and you're like yes okay. i'll take that yeah. <laughs> it's great when you're doing step challenges at work it really gives you mileage boost so <laughs> that's always going to be um, an upside of it as well exactly i hadn't i hadn't thought about that because you, you you know you're obviously you're feeling better but by the end of it you've done a bit of exercise mm -hmm. um and you've moved on in the step challenge against one of your colleagues so all good absolutely and i've got two very little sleepy dogs then afterwards as well that are going to stay nice and quiet for the rest of the day so yeah everyone's a winner i think and i think that's a, a really good point so you know because if i think about what i went along to for uh, my first fresh walks you know i went along specifically with the intent of getting new clients or getting and uh, broadening my network to people who lead me to new clients but actually, if you redefine what success means for you to come along, success can be winning the work step count um, competition. It can be just having some get clearing your head. It can be just getting some fresh air. Um, and, and for me on that particular event, I went along with that kind of, right, I need to get contacts, need new business, need to get these contacts. But actually what I came away with was a ton of business advice from, I remember one particular guy that I spent probably about half an hour walking with. And he was probably a similar age to me, maybe a couple of years older, but he was kind of, he'd been through what I was going through. And, and I'm a 
you know, customer experience consultant. He was a social media manager that then grew to become a social media agency. And he's now in, he now runs the agency very hands off. So and, and kind of that's where I want to get to. You know, you want to get to the stage where the, where the work does itself for you and you, you know, you've got a good, good group of people. So he was at the end of where I wanted to get to and shared some really valuable experiences albeit from a completely different profession, but it was so relevant and so useful to have that kind of, you know, person to kick those tires with on, a, on some, of my, some of my biggest business challenges at that time. Yeah. And that is where I define success for me now is, am I getting through some, am I making progress rather than getting new clients? Am I making progress? And if I get new clients out of it, then that's just a bonus. Nice. Okay. Um, so, so, you know, go, going back to, to sort of a new person arriving, what, what's the sort of two or three things you'd both say to somebody if you, if you knew somebody was coming new and they were like, what can I, what can I expect? But also, what can I do to get the most out of it? So, so Caroline, if you wouldn't mind just sort of, what are the two or three things you'd say, do you know what? Don't think of it this way. Think of it this way. Or, turn up in this way obviously comfortable shoes has got to be top of the list but what else yeah so after we've gone for good good stout walking boots then um i think the main thing is to make sure that you group move around the group and you know that, that like we say we don't we don't force that to happen it just happens so yeah. um make sure you move around the group especially if people often come with a friend so it's easy and it's easy to stay and chat to that friend yeah. so you know make a conscious effort to to part from your friend and meet other people because it's fine to talk talk and walk with your friend but you're here to meet other people um and then just have fun and and roll with it you know like um be open to where the conversation goes sometimes we're talking about holidays and sometimes we're talking about business challenges and social media and what it does and doesn't do Mm. um so just be open to to where the conversation goes and and allow time as well so you know we we always say I think uh, you know we always allow almost double what it would take to just walk the walk okay. so that we can so that we have different pa- you know we can cater for different paces mm. we can stop for water breaks we can stop for a cup of tea if we pass a co- co- coffee shop so that we've got all of those opportunities to um just to you know stop and take it take the time so it's not a rushed event yeah definitely and anything else you'd add Denise I think the thing for me is that something that I really enjoy is the fact that I've lived here my entire life and I'm doing walks that I never knew existed. <laughs> Carolyn does a, good, a whole lot of research on finding out a really good walk. So it's nice to find, you know, to go to different places that are literally on my doorstep. Um, and the, the main thing I would say to a new person is don't come in with your business head on. It, that the, the, the talking about what you do for a living and the industry you work in kind of like just flows into the conversation naturally. Um, and Because I, I, I was a bit panicky because I was, um, I generally do, like, like I said before, conferences that are within my industry. And I'm, I'm to think, I've got to talk about this new report that's coming out and I've got to talk about this that's in the industry. Yeah. And I'm like, but what if there's nobody there from health and social care, then what do I talk about? And it, you know what, it doesn't matter because... Mm. Everybody's got their own experience about business and working life that just slots into what you do. You don't have to be an industry guru and mixing with people who are in the same industry and say, oh, this is my specialised subject. You know, we're not going on to mastermind. We're going to have a nice, enjoyable, you know, walk 
um and just you know like get out there get some fresh air meet new people and it's just great i love it yeah well okay so so karen obviously um you know, I don't want to oversimplify things here. It's it's the wonderful weather, and, and clearly the way that you research and pull things together is wonderful. Um, but is is it simply the act of walking that just breaks down some of these barriers and makes it a bit more natural? Do you think? Yeah, it's. Um, I, I think it's the great outdoors. It just brings it out in people. Um, it makes it more relaxed. You know, I, I've. I think I think you yourself have done this, Ian, and I have as well. As um, when even when I was in corporate land, sometimes I, I used to do walk and talk meetings instead mm. of, um, you know, instead of having them and sitting on a sofa. And to start off with, I was like, well, where do I, what what am I going to write on and what am I going to do? <laughs> but actually, one of the things that I do after these walks myself is I sit and digest. So I'm always home for about half two, three o'clock. So I've got half an hour before I have to go and pick up my daughter. So I always make sure I take time to digest it. But it is just the great outdoors that brings out people, brings out people's, you know, makes people more relaxed and, and open and chatty. And and I would say, you know, I it's funny, I'm, I'm not a hiker. And, you know, I, I, if somebody had said to me a few years ago, you'd be leading walks, I'd have probably laughed because that's not me at all. I'm not a hiker. I'm just... I just like to walk and I just like to talk. So I'm not a, um, you know, you don't have to be a, a rambler with the best of the latest and greatest equipment. So long as you've got some good stout shoes and a warm, you know, warm coat, you'll be fine and just come yeah. along and, and join in. And, you know, obviously you'll, you'll know your own abilities, but look on uh, freshwalks.co.uk or on, we're on Eventbrite where you do your book, where we do our bookings as well. And you can see the, the, um, the distance that the walks are so mine in the east midlands are always give or take one or two kilometers they're always about 10 kilometers yeah. so we're walking for about two and a half hours as denise says and we either stop for lunch or we have a lunch at the end but there's always some element of uh, refreshments and facilities involved as well so I don't really do squatting behind bushes. That's, a, <laughs> that's for the, those that go up into the Peak Districts on big walks. <laughs> nice. Okay. And where, where where do you see this going? Then is is it will it will it always be small sort of comfortable groups, or will it will they be sort of large kind of almost like the comparing it to a conference type walk where you have a, a whole week of walking across lots of different people that you mix up, or where, where do you think it'll go? Yeah, good question. Um, so I think in, in for me, in my space, I think the most I would ever have on a walk would be maybe 20, 25 or 30, but we're in the kind of 10 to 15 space at the moment. Um, but uh, as a company, Freshwalks does do uh, walking weekends. So they ha- they do, um, so I think the last one, they went up to the Lake District with about 50 people, including two or three walk leaders. And, you know, that is a a business weekend, uh, a business walking weekend where you're with like-minded people. Um, I can't see it getting up to thousands because that's a bit logistical and health and safety nightmare when you, you know, walking on some edges, cliff edges and things like yeah. that. So, um, but I, I think, yeah, the, the, the walks, the weekend walks are 50 and the workshops, the workshops are so popular because, you know, people don't necessarily feel safe cooped up with their team in a room at the moment. And, and it's that time of year where people want to be doing planning and getting on with things. So, um, but they, and they don't want to wait for, for rules to be relaxed. So yes. the, the workshops are nice, definitely. Nice. Um, and, and tell me, this is something we, we talked about before, I'm imagining, 
there's a there's there's a there's a sort of a um, a flip chart in the middle of the woods somewhere that you sort of <laughs> you end up decamping on when you, when you're sort of looking at risks and issues and all that that sort of stuff or or do we sort of untangle ourselves from all of these you know office based workshop ideas and and create a, a bit of a different view of of workshops is that is that what you do uh, well, the, the the flip chart in the woods isn't so far from the truth, but uh, the norm, it's normally a slightly more organised pit stop at uh, a venue that would provide lunch and things like that as well. And mm-hmm. and sometimes that can be a room indoors, and sometimes there are you know a, a use of a of a beer garden. But yeah. things like um, the Wildlife Trust and things, they have a lot of outdoor venues that they use for school and, and children's education, where you know you can light a campfire and and get out your, your flip charts there as well. So, yeah, they, there's all sorts of venues where where it can happen. But so long as it's sandwiched in the middle of a walk and then you've got the time at the end to digest it, um, it's very well organised and the outputs are as good, if not better, than those of a, a conference room. Wonderful. Okay, cool. So um, I suppose from a selfish point of view, um, you know, are, are there any in Wales or for everybody else, how can we find out where our local kind of um, network is? Yep, good question. So freshwalks.co.uk is where they're all listed mm-hmm. and Eventbrite is where they're booked, um, but that you can link through from Freshwalks. The majority of them happen in the northwest at the moment. That's where the walks were founded. So kind of mm-hmm. Manchester, Lancashire, um, Ellesmere, over to Liverpool, and then uh, probably to the west of the Peak District. So Glossop and that sort of area. There are some happening in South Wales. Uh, there are some happening in London. And of course, there's once a month in the East Midlands as well at the moment. And I think in Yorkshire as well. Um, but it's literally, it's, it's a growing family. You know, when people go along, they they want it, but they don't want to have to travel to the Northwest for it every time. So uh, they, they are popping up all over the shop at the moment. And, and Michael, the founder, is um, working day and night to grow the business and make it happen. So... Wonderful. Okay, well, um, I just want to say thank you to both of you um, for today. Um, I've, I've, I've really got a sense of, of what I could expect um, from turning up. Obviously, to get the sun, I've got to turn up to one of yours, Caroline, rather than there's no way I'm getting any sun in South Wales. That's just that's <laughs> never going to happen. Um, I mean, it sounds like something I would really enjoy. I know lots of other people would as well. You really both kind of um, explained uh, what what you could expect to get out of it. I think the idea of, of kind of taking your business hat off a little bit and just relaxing into it sounds like you'll get more from it rather than uh, turning up with a, with a list of metrics or I must speak to everybody. I must get all the business cards to sort of approach. It seems like it's a bit, it's, it's a bit more relaxed than that. Um, and and you you get more from it as a result. And great, Denise, that, that your company is supporting this idea as well. And, and hopefully, um, as, as more and more people listen to this podcast and, and more and more businesses, more and more people will, will end up supporting it. So thank you again um, for today. Um, as always, if you want to listen to What the Future, um, or if you enjoyed this episode, then please hit the subscribe button um, and tell people uh, you know about us as well. Um, also, obviously, Future Leaders is a mentoring uh, business. So if you're looking for a mentor or want to become a mentor or just interested in, in having conversations, then please check out Future Leaders Mentoring at www.futureleadersmentoring.com. 
Um, and it's something we don't really shout about too much, but it's all free. So all the mentoring, um, it's a free service that, that we provide. We only engage with mentors that have a super passion for helping people. Um, and we never charge anybody for that, that mentoring relationship. So until next time, um, thank you, everybody. And we will speak to you soon. Thank you both. Thank you. Bye. Bye. -bye.